Today's podcast is brought to you by Two Dozen Hamsters and Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm. Did you oh, fix not, that chair? It's not doing it now. No, I'm. I'm just that, moving too quickly. So it I'm healed Zach. itself. I'm Zach. Your squeaky chair, Zach. And oh. oh, there it is. Sorry, Aaron. I made him a promise the other day. He was super stoked that I called him out on the podcast. Which, uh-huh. after looking at her numbers from last year, it's a pretty big deal, Aaron. So you're welcome for your yeah. two shoutouts. Yeah. Um, I told him that I was going to call or give him a shout out every time that I hear that fucking chair squeak because you refuse to fix it. Um, <laughs> but it seems like it kind of, you know, self-healed a little bit. So that's good. I'm eating a sandwich. Joe is Joe is hating every moment of this right now. You know what? Fuck Joe. Number one, he sucks at ping pong. Yep. Number and two, all of his plants are dead, so he sucks at gardening. Yep. Number three, he had an opportunity to come on the podcast today, and he straight up ignored me. He ghosted you, dude. He ghosted he, the podcast. On Snapchat, where he knows I can see when he reads it. Right. He's he's <laughs> doing some serious fucking Tinder ninja moves on me. He where, blatantly did it. Yeah. yeah, you blatantly ignore to try and get the other person I rate. And it's fucking working, Joe. It's working. <laughs> How so dare you! Excited, Jeff. you sent an amazing Snapchat. It was and... it was awesome. So the premise behind it was it was it was a callback to episode nine because I told Joe that I was listening to to that the other day, and I was just laughing because it's fun to go back and listen to old episodes. So we were talking about uh, my beard and getting food in it, and so simultaneously, while this part of the podcast is going on, he's got an, an a soft serve ice cream cone. That he's just pressing into his face. He's not even trying to hit his his mouth, like the inside of his mouth. He's not licking it. He's just pressing it onto his his mouth area. So it's yeah. all in his. And, he, and at the moment, he's working on a on a goatee. So he's got he's, a good some good goat going on. He does have a good goat going on. And Joe's always been uh, he. You know what? He's it's come on strong recently. It's not it's not quite where I am. You know, no, no one, no one ever will be. <laughs> But um, but he's got enough there where he had it. It was in his mustache and in his in his chin hair as well. Johnny, your beard is is just great, man. I get a lot of compliments on the my cheek lines on my beard, dude. Phenomenal and, cheek lines, yeah. And people you, are well. So I kind of shave them, but my hair just doesn't grow up there. You dude, know, like I awesome. have some friends whose beard hair starts at like their nostril level. Yeah. Like yours is getting up there, right? I I got some stragglers, yeah. They do that, but I I do you know trim my cheek line down a little bit, but I just don't really get hair growth there. I get like the odd dangler, so that's why I trim, and then I right. do I do my neckline to get yeah. myself a nice sweet jaw. Yeah, I like that jaw hug. Sweet um, jaw. That's what they call you, good old sweet jaw Johnny. Good old jolly Johnny. Um, <laughs> that's what they call you on on the corners. 
That's when right. you're doing when you're working your other job, sweet jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Call you sweet jaws. That's right. Um, <laughs> I did see my boy Omar uh, a couple weeks ago, a week ago. Yeah, and he's doing the like. What did he call it? I can't remember what he called it. But basically, he's just shaping shaping my my shallow beard right now. Um, okay. Which I'm stoked on, and uh, you know, I'm just gonna let it. I'm just gonna roll with it for a little bit. Yeah, I need to get into my barber as well. By the way. I am completely wrapped up in a blanket right now because I'm cold. I see that. Um, did you lose heat in your house? Did you not pay your phone bill? Um, I'm actually Amish now. I've I've I shunned said phone bill, but that has nothing to do with the heat in your house. And I hear your goddamn chair quit quit moving around. Thank you. Don't <laughs> move a fucking muscle. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me just let me just get into a comfortable position where I'm not going to move. There we go. I'm good now. Likely story. <laughs> um, yeah. So I this you know it looks like I have light, but it's mm-hmm. actually just a, a a bunch of candles that are out of oh setting the mood for jumble. Yeah, and I'm Jumbled actually running cast. Yeah, and and I've done a pretty good job of of uh, sort of minimizing the sound, but I have a diesel generator powering uh, this monitor right now and, I thought it... and computer. I thought it was just like three dozen hamsters running on a wheel. <laughs> three dozen hamsters? Can you imagine, dude? What kind of maniac would do that? Oh, my my hamsters don't feel like running tonight, so I can't. I guess we can't record. Could happen. There is Could some. There's happen. some goofball out there that's made some sort of uh, excuse like that. I know. I want to find a. I want to find a way to harness the power of. Of hamsters, um, you know what we're really not good at? Huh. Harnessing the power of large ocean animals. That's true. I mean, you could. You gotta think that there's a lot of energy that's being ex- expelled by yeah. a lot by by all think these of, animals. Think of some of those giant ass whales that are, you know. Like yeah. fifteen, but the size of fifteen buses. Yeah. Why can't we just put one of those fuckers in a pool, make them wag his tail, power yeah. the turbines, and then what? You feed them grass clippings. I think that's what blue whales eat. Yeah, blue whales. <laughs> blue whales eat it's grass. Just ocean grass clippings, man. <laughs> in the middle of the ocean, where'd the grass come from, dude? <laughs> It's the ocean's version of grass clippings. Fuck that. Come on. Give your krill. head a shake, man. Krill. Get they eat krill. It's not, gr- it's not Don't grass. Don't they eat like plankton and shit? What are the whales that have uh, giant fucking mouths that just eat plankton? Yeah, well, I guess they could eat plankton too, but I think most of it is krill. Okay, well. And by the way, whatever. there is there is a little bit of an environmental thing here. Krill numbers are down. They're Apparently not like. So are the cod numbers. Yeah, so the There's krill a... numbers are down, so the whales are not eating as much as they need to. If the whales go, oh, that's nice. They're doing their part to save the krill population. <laughs> yeah, they've they <laughs> they've uh, they're on hunger strike so that the krill can have time. That to right recover. there is a reason to just <laughs> fuck over vegetarians. Oh God, I've got what, a couple. <laughs> what other species in this world? Do you know that limits its activity based on care for other species? Uh, 
I, you know, I think the Maybe only... Maybe primates in and, and a very small level, but I guarantee that primate will eat another primate if it's hungry enough. Dude, that's... Yeah, I, I think there's... I think it's really mostly just humans. It's just us, which is we're going against everything well, this world I, stands for. I wonder. I wonder if there's maybe maybe dolphins. Dolphins fuck up shit all the time. They kill killer whales and sharks and shit. Dolphins they, rape humans. We had an episode about this. They're hey, look, little horny fucks that rape and eat everything. Listen, I'll stick up for Flipper all the time because he treated my asshole nicely. Now I, <laughs> I just <laughs> I want to say we've got a couple great. Uh, titles so far for the episode i'm not going to uh no, disclose I don't those just hear, yet. i i don't ever want to hear them until i look at that episode the day okay. it gets released and then i giggle okay deal wonderful <laughs> i uh johnny i i have something to admit every once in a while i think back to a couple weeks ago when uh <laughs> That goddamn picture, that Santa Claus picture over your right shoulder right now. Yeah, I got a report back. Um, apparently, I was not molested by that Santa Claus. It um, was not that one. It was another one. Well, so, but there was no story or, oh, no, that was, you know, your Uncle Billy and blah, blah, blah. And it's all good. It was just literally Santa Claus didn't touch you. That's all I got. <laughs> I like, That's a real convincing story, family. Real convincing. Yeah. They're I just feel trying victim to... blamed. Yeah. They're trying to uh, mitigate any kind of uh, any kind of long-term effects that this could have on your psyche. It's too late for that. <laughs> like halfway but... through life, it's over. Yeah. But what I was saying was every once in a while, I go back to when you're telling that story about Santa Claus. And I laugh, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I feel Way bad to add because to my emotional drama. <laughs> I feel bad because I'm laughing about. You're laughing uh, about laughing. Well, you're trying to apologize for laughing. <laughs> I am, but I shouldn't apologize for laughing because it's hilarious, and you laugh too. <laughs> well, I mean, how else do you deal with shit like that? <laughs> What's the alternative? Oh fuck, dude! Suck start a twelve gauge, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could. It's definitely, one. It's, it's definitely can, an option. It's right there. Where? In that case, you goober. In that cabinet. The safe. I don't know. I don't know shit, dude. Oh, my God. Um, you act like I'm supposed to know these things. You're American. Okay. And? Did I say... You guys love guns. We didn't know this. It's not like a blanket... St- you're making a very large blanket statement, dude. Hey, I'm just sharing the stereotypes that the rest of the world has about America, Okay. Um, did I send you the video? There's a really viral video about this probably middle-aged woman in Kansas City wearing a Royals t-shirt doing like a news interview showing off her concealed carry permit and she and the the um, the reporter and this is all on camera. They, they cover her face like the shot is below her face. Right. I'd really love to see what her face looked like. And he, he says, can I see it? And uh, she breaks so many not, I wouldn't say laws, but um, safe handling procedures. She flags herself um, numerous times, puts her hand over it, calls calls her holster her safety case, um, and you know, <laughs> s- safety on one in the chamber, ready to go at all times. Like just 
really saying stupid shit. It was so good. And I sent it to Joe and just said, please don't end up like this. <laughs> Dude, I yeah. haven't seen that, but that seems like a very Kansas City thing to have happened. Oh my god, I'm going to find it in a year. I just died. Just fucking died. Like the, no. that's, that's the kind of person that as a firearm owner who is supportive of the Second Amendment in the U.S., I wish we had one in Canada, and firearms rights, and would love to be able to conceal carry. She is a reason why the other side has every reason to not want it to happen. Right. And from if I were to put myself in the other side's shoes and saw this video, I would be like, yeah. <laughs> that's Probably what, yeah. shouldn't be able to carry a gun if that's how you handle yourself with one. Right. And, and how and how did herself in the hand and in the stomach? And how did she end up? How did she even get a concealed carry permit if she's so oblivious? Well, I don't know. Different states have different laws, right? Some it's I mean, just you do a, you fill out a tax form and you pay the tax man and you're good to go. Some some you have to go to an actual class and do tests. I think that's, it should. I mean, I think that's how it should be. Period. Oh, one hundred percent. I and I think that's the big difference, maybe between what is the actual perception of most firearm followers mm -hmm. um, versus, you know, that super vocal minority that gets coverage from the opposite, from the opposition is that most firearm owners are practical and reasonable, logical people. Hence right. why they should be trusted with firearms and our, the, our system in Canada to get your license, you actually have to do a course and you have to write a test and there's a written part to it and a practical part to it. Yeah. So yeah. I know that at the very least anyone that I shoot with, and there are some people that I know have their firearms license that I probably wouldn't shoot with because I don't really trust them. But I right. know at the very minimum they did this and that they were vetted by the government to at least say, you're not psycho and you know your spouse is okay with you having a gun. So there's some barriers there that you know right. we've looked at or potential risk factors, I should say. Mm -hmm. But in you know the American system where it's just kind of go with the flow baby yeah i don't know <clears throat> i'm i'm not i'm not against gun gun ownership <clears throat> obviously i'm pro responsible gun ownership i just don't feel comfortable myself having one because i'm not i'm not trained you know you just got to spend some time around it you know yeah i mean maybe that's the case um i will say that i've been doing some ubering recently i just started yeah. i just started that up so it'd Making be nice to have a new whip yeah it'd be nice to have uh have something in case shit get shit oh i have something south for or you something. Hmm. look on the top this side yeah the black case up there no right there oh what is, is that a grenade yeah just put one of those on your dash <laughs> Where'd you get a hand grenade, dude? Dude, secrets, okay? <laughs> Be prepared. I don't even know how that's something that somebody could have. It's it's deactivated, so don't worry. Oh, okay. But people don't know that. You just put that thing on your dash and just say customer service. <laughs> like, put a little sticky that says customer service, take a number. Yeah. And I have, no uh... one will fuck with you. No. I've thought about... um trying to well first of all anytime you sign up as a as a driver with uber you can create a bio 
Mm-hmm. And in my bio, I did say that uh, I have my own podcast. So, uh, or our, obviously we have a podcast, mm-hmm. but truth comes um, out. <laughs> but I, uh, but I did put jumbled in there. So there's a possibility that some of the people that I shuttled around have stumbled upon the podcast. That's and amazing. I think that's hilarious. Do you whether or not the they States remember have me? The or... pin, the driver pin thing. Driver, I don't know what. Oh, I heard. Is. I heard. Maybe it was just they were just testing it. But if you get an Uber driver that you really like, mm-hmm. you can get their pin. Like remember BlackBerry pins, your BBN. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could, you know, try and get that driver again if you're in his area, oh. or it would like ping them to say, "Do you want to pick up John again?" I thought they there, were testing something like that. I feel like there might be something, um, something about that. I feel like I'm still learning a lot, but mm-hmm. I. I did a lot of grind in this past weekend. I think I worked, I don't know, 16, 15 to 16 hours, something like that. Ooh, did you make some decent um, dough or what? Yeah, yeah, man. Made about 300, bu- 300 bucks, so not bad. No, not bad at all. Not, ba- not bad for two days so far, so that was including cash tips. Um, let's see, so Friday going into Saturday, I was so I was out until 4 a.m., uh, both Friday going to Saturday and Saturday going into Sunday, I was out till 4 a.m. as well. Um, and then, so <clears throat> on Saturday morning, I went, I was going home. It was like 3 a.m. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to call it. You know, it's starting to get late, starting to get a little sleepy. And I'm heading back towards the house. I decide I'll throw it on, see if there's somebody maybe in the area that yeah. just needs to get shuttled somewhere. Just one last short up. Short yeah. road, yeah, yeah, and so probably about I don't know uh, five ten minutes down the road, there's this bar called Whiskey Tango's, mm-hmm. and it's like on the outskirts of Casey, uh, in Oak Grove, Missouri, and so I go out there. There's a guy. He hailed me uh, before I even got close to home. So uh, I was I don't know twenty miles away when he hailed me. So Ooh, that's a big ride. <clears throat> I mean, it yeah, but I was on my way back to the house, so. Um, so anyway, I'm heading back knowing I got to give this, this dude a ride and I get there and there's no way to really tell how far somebody's needing to go. Oh, really? Like, I thought it told you the total trip. So you, you could no, be selective. No. So it, it tells you their rating and it tells you how, how long or how far away they are in minutes from you. And then from there you just... You can either accept it or you can't. That's um, fucked. I don't like and, that. And so, well, I think it's a way to like sort of uh, make it so like drivers can't discriminate against like certain. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like you if somebody needs a ride, then he needs that. a ride. But yeah. So anyway, I get there and the dude is completely belligerent drunk. Like at 3 a.m., like you, you know what you're picking up. You know, yeah. you know what you're getting. And so I went in thinking this is going to be the case. But I was like, oh, it's going to be five, ten minutes down the road. Dude needed to go from Oak Grove, Missouri to Shawnee, Kansas. That is 40 minutes away. It's on the other side of the Kansas City Metro. So How much I had, money did you get for that, though? Uh, $37 for the fare. $37 is, for an hour and a half two hours worth of work well but i mean well what that's you know 17 18 bucks i guess yeah 
and per hour that's not and bad so minus fuel and yeah and i mean he, he also and... yeah he he gave me i think total seven dollars for a tip so mm-hmm. i made over forty dollars um just in that last hour but 50 cents dur- a minute yeah during this ride uh this dude apologized i don't know a number of uh, a number of times i don't probably i don't know 20 something times he apologized to me just for being drunk you know he was at that level of drunk oh. where he's at that level of drunk where he's like i'm sorry I'm, and he called me sir he kept calling me sir did he puke no he didn't luckily but i think he passed out a couple times there That's were a couple the times case. where yeah there were a couple times where he was like talking and then he would start looking at his phone and then he would pass out and then he'd come back and he'd be like where are we going it's like, we're going to Shawnee. He's like, you're taking me all the way to Shawnee? I was like, dude, we've had this conversation about four times now. And, oh, and he, yeah, and he kept asking me if I was in a union. Not, not that there's anything wrong with being in a union, you know, being a union worker. But I, I just, I'm not a, I'm not a blue collar worker necessarily. You know, I'm, I'm sort of, I make blue collar wages at this point, but I'm white collar, you know, working in office. So, he asked me, I don't know, probably a baker's dozen times if I was in a union. And then I said about the same number of times, no, I'm not. And I was trying to be very patient with him. By the, by the end of the ride, I was just done with it, though. He um, he was he kept flailing his arms around and hitting my rearview mirror and stuff. And at one point, I like... Wait, was he sitting in the front seat? Yeah, he jumped in the front seat. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I always, so... always sit in the back in an Uber. Yeah. And I wish he would have, but yeah. Uh, as a driver, what's your preference? I I think well, it depends. It depends on the person because if it's you know, if they're if it's early in the night and they're not drunk and I can have a conversation, and they're not going to be a complete like shit show, and in the front seat, then cool. I'm good with I'm good good with them sitting in the front seat if they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I would prefer I think for the most part people sit in the back but uh this guy i don't know that i wanted him taking up an entire row of like you know like i i don't know i feel like he could have things could have been worse you know yeah, he could he could have kicked his feet up on my leather and stuff and i didn't want any of that so i was i was what did you give him for a rating you know i i i like to give people uh you know the benefit of the doubt <clears throat> so i knew he was drunk i i knew what i was getting myself into he was you know a nice enough dude in his drunkenness so i i still gave him a five star rating yeah but, he didn't make a mess he didn't damage anything he was just right drunk. right and i'm not gonna dock him for that because i knew what i was getting into hypothetically wa- speaking huh yeah if someone pukes in your car what would you give them for a one rating? one star yeah, so I was trying to figure this one out because I had an incident with Uber last year um, mm-hmm. where I was out um, partying with a bunch of friends. Sure. And then I was going to get the Uber home and there's some people coming back to our house. Mm-hmm. And our basement troll, Cody, mm-hmm. um, drank way more than he could handle mm-hmm. and puked in the Uber that I paid for. Right. And I... We were driving, and I knew he was really drunk, and he was kind of hiccuping. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. God. Oh, God. And Not then it good. sounded like he sneezed. 
And he tried. Mm. Apparently, he tried to catch it, and it like kind of came down. Couldn't smell anything, and I looked back quickly, but it was too dark, and I couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, just was like, "Oh, okay. I'm not sure what happened there." And the driver didn't say anything. It was really nice. We chatted. It was a great conversation. Okay. Um, and then I got a ding on my Uber that was like, um, you have to pay $175 for cleaning. And my Shit. rating went went from a perfect five star. I just want to pull it up right now. I know it's gone up since. Mm-hmm. But it, it dropped like a whole point. Like it, I went down to like a 3.9 or something. Shit, man. And I had... I had a lot of a lot of Ubers where I, I was a five star. So like I was yeah. trying to figure out what that balance is. Hmm. I'm back I'm I'm at a four point nine one. So it went down to like a four or something. Like it was okay. it was painful. And then yeah. I noticed that like I couldn't fucking get Ubers. Nobody would accept them because you're less than a four uh less than a four star. Yeah, and it just I mean I get it and that's great, but Oh shit! Oh, see, that's cool that it tells you all yours. Yeah, man, perfect five star, sixteen ratings. But I've given twenty six trips, so I don't appreciate those ten uh, riders not giving me any kind of uh, rating. Yeah, that's bullshit. I I because it prompts that. you as soon as you get done with the thing. It's like, okay, what would you? And here's the thing: I'm not just like picking people up and dropping them off, dude. I've got little bitty. I've got the little waters. I got the little bottled waters that I set set out for everybody. Little bottles of water, that's good. Yeah, I've got I've got little uh, lifesavers, Pepo Mint, mints that I give all the people. You know, I'm working for it, man. At least give me a rating, something. You know, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this for free. Man, I found where they show you my ratings, and I'm gonna be a lot harder on drivers. One, this guy did not give me a ride. Hmm. This guy who literally, oh my god, I'm going to show Allie this and she's going to fucking die. <laughs> this old ass, old ass Asian dude, okay. and I'm not saying this to be racist, <laughs> literally almost got into three traffic accidents and went the wrong way twice, Uh huh. gave me a three star. What? <laughs> I fucking tipped him, like three dollars. And he ran literally two stop signs. What a dick, man. That's a dick move, man. I, uh... On my first trip, on my first uh, trip, oh, I... Oh, man. Do you... So, can you see... You can see who, what they... Like, what the person rated you, eh? I... You know, like I said, there's a lot that I don't know yet. So, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out exactly, like... Like, I can't see any of my previous writers. I can see, like, compliments that people have given me um, with the with the rating, uh, which I've only gotten one. But So, it... I'm starting to see a trend mm-hmm. where if I don't give the person a rating, mm-hmm. I don't get a rating from them. Oh. And they are giving me the exact same rating that I give them, aside from that one old-ass Asian dude. Hmm. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just, they're feeling the same way. I don't know. Like I, I literally, maybe there's a way to tell online. Oh, wait, maybe this, oh, this, these are the ratings I gave 
them, not what I've gotten for readings. Gotcha. Yeah, I, and I don't know about... I, I haven't taken enough Uber rides to really know. Um, I gotta do some more research into this. But anyways, I got a 4.91 now, and I feel like I'm getting a little bit better. There you and go, I've, man. I've met some cool Uber drivers, and I'm kind of a chatty Sally. Like, it's my job. Networking is sure. my job. And sometimes I get in a car, and I'm, you know, I'm down to talk. And I will always let let the uber driver set the pace sure so if i get in and the dude's high energy and Mm -hmm. is you know asking questions and is engaged and having a good conversation if i'm if i'm not having a bad day even if i'm you know feeling like i want to be quiet but if that guy comes in and i can tell he's trying to make it a fun ride i'm going to match his energy Mm -hmm. then i'll put that effort in and i've had great experiences i have had a couple times where i've gotten in and i could kind of get the sense that you know the the driver wanted to to party and i would just be like dude i'm sorry i'm having a really bad day i just like i need some peace and quiet and then typically mm-hmm. like all right that's cool yeah um but uh but yeah i try to have fun in them you know yeah i try to gauge what like what people are feeling uh you know rather than set a tone myself i try to see where they are and then try to match or just sort of make jokes or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I did. I picked up uh, a few girls. They had mm-hmm. just gotten out of a. Uh, they gotten out of a concert. Two of them were pretty drunk. The third one, I think, was also pretty drunk, but not on the same level. Two of them passed out in my back seat, and then the third one was the only one that was awake and was hiccuping the whole time, which was making me nervous. <laughs> uh, but. So the two in the back seat were were passed out, and then I think she had, uh, you know, we were talking for a bit, and she at one point turned around and saw that they were all collapsed onto each other, and I was like, oh well, you know, I I know I provided a lot, I provided the waters and the mints and stuff. The only thing I didn't think to get were any uh, were any blankets, you know, and that might be something I I look into getting just a couple little blankets. Do you know how many under the blanket hand jobs are going to happen in your back seat? I mean, there were already pretty much people. You Have know, you already dr- had a, had like a sex experience? No, man. But they were they were getting there. They were getting there. Like you know what you could tell. Like it's like okay, I know what's gonna happen as soon as I drop you guys. They off. were like they were making out pretty hard in the yeah. back seat. Yeah. So, so uh, I went that's around when the you block. Turn on the old dash cam yep. on reverse. <laughs> went around the block a few more times. No, that's not true. Um, Come on, ask me in. Ask me in. Let's take a hot second to stop and talk about our sponsor for today's podcast. You guys know them. You guys love them. It's Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. We've talked about them over and over again. If you guys have not yet taken advantage of the opportunity that is in front of you right now, it's a golden opportunity. Please do. You get a free book. I mean, a free audiobook. You know, I don't know how else to explain it. You sign up for the trial, you get the free audiobook, and then anytime within the 30 days, you can cancel and you'll get to keep your audiobook. It's a free audiobook, guys. You'll get to keep it, you'll get to listen to it over and over again. And you know what? That sounds like a win win situation to me. The audiobook that I'm going to recommend for this month is Girl Logic by Eliza Schlesinger. If you guys have not 
uh, heard about Elijah, Eliza Schlesinger. It's a mouthful of a name. She is a comedian. Uh, super, super funny. This book, uh, this audiobook, just talks about um, how women's minds, how they work, and and how uh, sometimes women can obsess over details that that men wouldn't even notice. Uh, she talks about uh, a characteristically female way of thinking uh, that seems to be contradictory and circuitous at the same time, but is actually complicated and highly evolved. I think we can all agree that uh, when you think about male versus female minds, if you had to pick the, the brain that is more highly evolved, you're going with the woman. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking personally, I can only do one thing at a time. My wife, like, does 14 different things uh, while I'm trying to figure out the one thing that I'm doing. Uh, so, anyway, that's the book, the audiobook that I'm going to recommend this month. But, hey, if you guys don't want to listen to, to Girl Logic by Eliza Schlesinger, they have over 180,000 different audiobooks that you can choose from. And it's not just comedy. They have audiobooks on everything. They even have uh, Audible Originals now that you can uh, that you can check out. So there's going to be something that you can find and, and dig into and really get something out of. Uh, and, and you should really go uh, take a look at them. They got a lot to offer. And now uh, that I have plugged that, I will just tell you one last time, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Let's get back to the podcast. I had somebody already offer me drugs. Oh, as payment or as a tip? Nope, just in general. What kind of drugs? Uh, it was just Adderall, but it was, you know... That's a, that's, that's a nice... That's a good... I would, you know, if I was going to take drugs yeah. from someone I didn't know, if it came out of a prescription bottle, I'd feel kind of good about it. Yeah, but that's the thing is like... The last thing I need is to get busted from an undercover cop. That's a good point. You know but, what I'm saying? So like, have you had Adderall before? No, I've I've never had Adderall. I've never. Uh, well, you made the right choice because taking prescription drugs from someone else is against the law and is not condoned. Yes, by Johnny. Podcast. Yes, <laughs> that was yeah. a test, and you passed. I passed. All of our listeners failed miserably. Yeah, shame on you guys. <laughs> Goddamn meth heads. <laughs> that was a really good uh, turn there johnny i like that a lot but um no so i turned that down um but they did tip me twenty dollars cash when they got out so what's your biggest tip to date uh it was a 20 it was a 20 spot i've gotten that was the ride i've gotten that a couple times one of them was like a seven minute ride the other one was we were in the car yeah we were in the car for maybe 20 minutes for the other one so um yeah it was really nice actually um uh oh one thing back to the guy that i had to drive 40 minutes uh away he uh he kept making weird like references to my my dick like it was like (laughs) like like my dick is like obviously in my pants like i'm not i don't uh, drive like around story with, i don't drive around with my dick out of my pants you know what i'm saying so like oh that's uh, a good way to keep a five-star rating that is a five-star <laughs> dick <laughs> <laughs> one so, star for every inch of pure hey joy. man how how can i get eight inches or eight stars then how can i get eight stars um <laughs> 
No, so, uh, but anyway, he kept, he kept like oddly, I think he was trying to be self-deprecating because he would say stuff like, he'd be like, uh, well, he would mention my beard. Like he talked about my beard and he's like, oh, you got a, you got a big old dick or something like that. You like say some like weird stuff. It's like, dude, I've, I've known you like as an, as just an acquaintance for five minutes. Maybe he was picking you up. He was Maybe he seemed like really poorly, but yeah, he, he's a closeted, closeted gentleman or something. Who knows? Um, but he uh, he just kept, and then he'd like be self-deprecating, and he, I think he said something about like comparing to himself having a little dick or something. I so that's why I was like, okay, so, I, I understand where a you're bunch trying. Of to, awkward. I understand where you're trying to come from and being self-deprecating, but you've known me for an entire five minutes and you're already talking about my dick dude like yeah it's weird. delivery was just not just a on little point little off not on point at all and uh he uh you know obviously as drunk people do he was very rambly and he mentioned murica a couple times Murka. and he uh yep and then he uh which hey whatever you know all power to you i guess and then uh what else did he say oh at the end he was like He's like, are you are you with us or are you against us? Like, like us being like the United States. And I was like, I I mean, at this point, I was just trying to like appease him so that he would not get like fucking irate or whatever drunk irate, you know. And so I was like, I guess I'm with you. I I mean, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, sure. And he was like, Oh, okay, good. And then at the end of the end of the ride, he was like, Uh, so where are you from? I was like. Indiana, <laughs> like, like why? He's like, oh, and he's like, he's like, oh, I thought you were like Iraqi or something like that. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even look, I don't How, even look Iraqi at all. But you like, you are the, you are the whitest of white people ever. Yeah, I look like I should, like, I don't know, like I'm Nordic or something. Other than the blonde hair, I don't have blonde hair, but the beard's on point. I don't like. I don't know how he got to that point. I think he had his drunk eyes on or something he like that. He was real but... drunk. That's that's all there is to it right there, bud. Well, and I was just sort of speaking in uh, just tongues? weird, like weird tongues, like just speaking nonsensical for about half the ride. Mm-hmm. So I think he maybe just thought that that was a different. Well, hopefully he some couldn't sort understand of... you because that'd be scary. <laughs> my wife was saying that I should have just kept uh, changing my answers up to all the questions he kept asking me. Oh my god, just fucking with someone? Yeah, so like, he, uh, if he was like, kept talking about my dick or something, I could be like, oh yeah, it's a micro penis. I've got a micro, I'm sporting a micro penis. And the next time he asked me, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, sometimes I get lightheaded and it fucking <laughs> wraps around my leg, like like a python, you know? You know, just keep switching it up. The v- variety is the spice of life, and it, sure it makes it, it makes a forty-minute uh, ride just a little bit more bearable. Mm. I uh, I once met a guy in an Uber. He was my driver. Who I thought that was the start of a limerick. I, <laughs> <laughs> I once met a guy in an Uber. <laughs> I did have that cadence. <laughs> Why did I, like, I have that cadence? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, and I, was I don't. Like, Where's this going? I don't know if he was a genius or batshit crazy, um, but he he gave me his sales pitch that he was a um, an investor. Okay. And 
that I should, you know, be part of his investment firm and and give him my money to invest. Okay. And he was telling me about how successful he was, and he was driving a Lexus, but it was an older kind of rundown Lexus. Sure. Um, and he kept calling it the Lex. He's like, I got this sweet Lex, and I'm doing this and this awesome. Like he's showing me his watch and stuff, and I don't know anything about watches at all. Like, I couldn't really tell you what a nice, expensive watch is. If I saw that it was Nixon, which would probably be one of the very few brands I'd recognize, I would yeah. assume it was worth a decent amount of money. Um, but not anything that I would be like, yo, check out my Nixon. Um, <laughs> That's the only time anybody's ever said that, by the way. So, yeah, maybe, probably, hopefully. <laughs> probably not, though. Um, check out my Nixon. So he's, he's giving me this sales pitch about how successful he is and how he'll make me a bunch of money and that, and, and I was kind of like, well, why, why, like, why are you driving Uber right now? And he's like, man, that's how I meet all my clients. It's a great networking. It's way better than going to events. And instead of paying to drive to an event and then paying to get into the event and buying drinks, I'm getting paid to do what I would normally do for my main business and yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm buying this whole thing because yeah. because of the nature of my job, I meet a lot of very wealthy people Sure, and they work really hard and some mm-hmm. of them have done things, but they don't typically brag about their wealth, which this guy sure. was really trying to do. And they're not, I was just like, why don't you work harder at investing instead right. of Ubering to make more money? I don't, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, it's strange. So what I ended up doing was just giving him Ali and I's life savings. Um, <laughs> Sucker, dude. <laughs> and it's so weird. Like, he keeps saying he's going to call me back, and he never does. Damn, dude. Getting swindled, bro. What did he say he was he was doing with, with the money that you were giving him? Um, I don't even remember. Oh, you just trusted in that I just much, saw huh? that watch and the Lex and was like, yo, I want a sweet watch and a Lex. <laughs> the Lex. <laughs> Bro. Oh, man. No, I, I just was like, yeah, cool. Good job, man. That's awesome. That's, that's fucking brilliant. And if it is how he's making money, I don't know why he's Ubering in a 2005 Lexus um, with bad ball joints. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty smart. I mean, it's an interesting business model to say, well, instead of paying to network, I get paid to network. And But I, I would yeah. imagine that his client conversion would be fairly low. Sure. You're dealing with mostly drunk people. I mean, there's a reason that they're Ubering, right? Yeah. I, this was an Uber that I did take kind of in the middle of the day around business hours. Um, okay. But... He it wasn't. He also wasn't driving Uber Black. Hmm. Yeah. So he wasn't. He wasn't trying to get any kind of high profile riders or anything. Yeah. And if my and that's what I mean. If if because I do sometimes take Uber Black. Um, mm-hmm. Cause and, you like uh, showing up in a Lex to your events. Lex all day or the Beamer. The Lex or the Beamer. Yeah. 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 Um, and. Uh, I don't know if I'm if I'm if it's like a work thing or something, or I'm going somewhere fancy and I'm looking fancy. I wouldn't. Yeah. I normally wouldn't take it if I'm wearing regular street clothes. Um, but uh, sometimes it's nice, you know, treat yourself a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and it's also a good way to test drive cars. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't actually get to test drive, but you can just, you know, like, oh, sort of get a feel for them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, if I was taking Uber Black and this dude pulls up in, you know, an $80,000 Lexus and then gives me the sales pitch, I would believe that. I'd be more inclined to believe that. I'd probably sure. test him in, you know, in greater detail than I did this other guy. I just kind of. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that would be smart. I could see that happening. Hmm. I might, I might try this. Time to buy a Lexus. <laughs> you gonna get out there and Uber, dude? I thought about it. I just don't have the time. Uh, and if yeah, you're busy, if, dude. If I and if I wanted to make more money on the side, I could do it w- ways better related to my profession and make more. But there was a time when, especially when Uber was first coming through Canada, where I was like, "Well, I need to buy a new car. Mm-hmm. I could." I could afford a nicer car and then drive Uber black and then use that to pay for the car. And yeah. Um, and that, but then, you know, it's like, uh, it's a lot of work and I'm so busy as it is. Do I really want something else to do? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I made my, I made my car payment in, See, and that's in a weekend, you badass. know, like, yeah. So when I hear you say that, I'm like, well, I, yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot of free time on the weekends, but what I, I don't party. Right. And I, Ali, neither Ali and I really like doing like Christmas parties or New Year's parties or. Sure. So I would, you'd be able, I could work during surge times. Mm-hmm. Like New Year's, I would have no problem driving all of New Year's and probably yeah. make enough money in one night to justify doing it for the whole year. You know? Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, St. Patty's Day coming up, man. Yeah, you'll probably make fucking bank. You'll probably have to deal with a lot of garbage, but you're going to make some good money. And that, yeah. you know, you're kind I of... Just, hmm. I just bought some armor all wipes, so I'm good. And, you know, just toss them in the back and take a take a little break in between each ride or whatever and wipe things down. and. Yep. Restock my mints. Got to have the mints, you know. Maximum mints, baby. Maybe maybe get a I don't know a puke bucket or something. Put it in the oh my god! You should. That's actually I would probably keep some kind of airplane puke bag or a bucket or something. Bag yeah, is probably good. makes more sense. So if you kind of hurt it or their you know their friend mm-hmm. was like ah oh, you need to pull over be like here's a bag I'm pulling over. Yep, yep. That's a good idea actually. Mm-hmm. I hmm. like where this is going. Yep, you are saving my uh, my nice new new leather that I uh, went out and wiped down before I got rained on today. So yeah, I I am assuming there's a set cleaning surcharge if you make a mess in the back of someone's Uber because it yeah, would not have people... cost that guy a hundred and seventy five dollars to clean it out. No, but I also if he had to do it himself, mm-hmm. you know what? That's that's reasonable. I wasn't yeah. mad at him. I mean, it kind of yeah. sucked because he knew it wasn't my, like, he knew it was my Uber and we were chatting right. and yeah. if he would have been like, yo, dude, your boy puked in my Uber, I probably would have said, hey, I'll give you some cash, keep my five star. Right. And it, even if he would have said, hey, it's going to be, it would have been $200 to keep, keep my five star instead of the set 175, I would have said, mm-hmm. sure. He, he could have got 175 cash because guaranteed Uber takes a cut of that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. So that would be my <clears throat> advice to you. Exploit that. 
Yeah, I, I actually wish I would have. There was somebody that left a phone in my car. And oh, did you drive it to turn? You turn around and drive so it back? well. They were calling the the phone, and I kept missing the call. And they were texting it and stuff like that. Obviously, it's password protected because they're smart. So I didn't, I couldn't get through to yeah. see what the text said or anything like that. So when they called, I tried to call them back a couple times. Went to voicemail. The voicemail is full, so I can't even leave a message. So eventually, eventually they call and I, I finally pick it up and I'm like, oh, hey, I'm way out in North Casey, like out in, in BFE, like I'm, I'm nowhere near you. So it's going to be probably about an hour or so until I can get to you. And he's like, okay, yeah, it's not a problem. And, and at this point I had already called Uber and I already said, hey, somebody left a phone in my car. and and they're like okay who was it and i told them the the writer's name and stuff like that and and they're like okay it's gonna be a 50 dollar pickup fee or whatever like that that they'll they'll get charged and i was like okay no problem and i wasn't expecting to you know hear from these people or whatever i guess i probably should have expected but um and then so i i went and i turned i gave it back to him and the guy was like, oh, here's 25, 25 bucks. And then I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't count it when I was there. And then I looked at it and it was $19. And I was like, I mean, that's sort of shitty. Like I missed out on $31, you know, that I could have. Uh, oh, 31 extra. Cause I, I just took it back to him and took the cash that he had instead of, uh, oh, instead I of understand. taking the additional. You should have fucking double charged him then on the app and then said, Dropped it off. Owes me fifty bucks. Yeah, I don't think I have any control of of mm. how much I charge the for the ride or whatever, especially if it's already been completed. No, but you said you reported it. Oh, you completed the transaction and then right, correct. So I and this was like two hours after they got out of the car, so the ride was far done. It was it was over, you know. And then I called like. I think I had one ride directly after that was that found the the phone in the back seat and was like, oh, somebody left this in the car, and then I just put it in my my center console in my cubby. Just forgot all about it, and then I went to look at it, and then yeah, had to had to report it. So I sort of I sort of regret dropping it off because I could have made another thirty bucks, but should have just kept the phone. Could have made two hundred. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was an iPhone. Uh, it was a new one. It was like a oh, ten or a ten S or yeah. So I, I, I mean, you should have got him to give you the password and then stolen all of the nudes and then sell them back to him individually for five. Give me the password. Each. Give me the password, asshole. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I don't know. I, I like to think that I'm a good guy with a good heart, and so. Mm-hmm. I I, t- I brought it back to them and it saved them money and I I got money that I wouldn't have gotten in the first place so I should look at it that way I guess that's true I guess yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess so that's the the Uber escapades obviously we... I, uh, so I've only gotten two days under my belt I'm sure there will be many many more all Uber of those stories, stories. Were two days that was two days yeah. God damn, I don't want to be an Uber driver. <laughs> well, it was two days. And then I'm trying to think, like, there was another dude who was talking to me about how he had a he had a Mustang, like a 
I don't know, V6, like, convertible Mustang that he fucking got drunk and wrecked, and, and I was like, uh, that's yeah, shitty, man. Drinking I'm... and driving is not cool, so yeah, neither are 98% of Mustangs, so... <laughs> hey, Cobras are cool. Do, are I we, said are... 98% of Mustangs. Oh, okay, so you There's like the Cobras. There's a very small grouping of Mustangs that are cool or acceptable. What about GTs? Like the 2005 like, to 2014? Like the five the five liter five liter GTs, the newer ones? The new the newer GT ones are okay, I guess. Yeah. But okay. there's a lot of eras of Mustang that were real bad. Yeah, I like I like early on and then when they switched over and like the early Fox bodies are sort of weird looking. Yeah, but there's a weird cult following for those things. There are some people yeah. who fucking lose their minds over those cars. Yeah, my dad is probably included in that. My dad's a, a big Mustang guy. He's got a Cobra. It's but actually really cool. Really? Who the fuck am I? I have an 84 Toyota Corolla. Yeah, man. It's, that's equivalent to a Lex. That's a fucking collector's car and definitely costs twice as much as that guy's Lex. <laughs> I can promise you that. Yeah, with all of the uh all with everything the... that I've built into that, it's definitely worth more. Yeah. Well, hey, you know. I mean it's been appraised, so I know it's worth more. <laughs> yeah. So if you went to sell your car right now, you'd get more you'd fetch more than that guy's Lex on your on your car. I don't think you want to know how much I've spent on that Corolla. I sorta of do, and I think our listeners do as well. Throw out a number. 84 Toyota Corolla. I, that's I, $15,000. More. <laughs> no. No, Johnny. <laughs> 20. More. <laughs> I'm just going to go in five, 5,000 increments. 25. About that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's between dude. 20 and 25. Here's the thing. Technically, technically I got that car for free. Okay. So, so this was probably a moment where I saw true disappointment in my dad's face. Um, my biological dad, because he's kind of hard to disappoint. Um, <laughs> for a lot of reasons I could get into. <laughs> but essentially, our relationship as a kid as a kid, was more less parental and more kind of buddy. Um, sure. And... So my dad's saying to him, to me when I was a kid was, son, I want you to be able to talk to me about anything and you won't get in trouble. And he, and he said something along the lines of, because I've done everything that your little brain can think of. And I'm happy to share with you the pros and cons to help you make the right choice for your life. Um, okay. So that gives you a sense. But so I looked for this Corolla for years looking for the right one they're very rare i know it sounds stupid but they're very rare it's a collector's it like edition they're very sought after vehicles they're really big in japanese culture japanese car culture mm -hmm. um and so i got really excited and i bought this car for fifty five hundred dollars so i okay. told my dad hey i'm my dad lives in a different city and i had to drive through his city to go pick up this car so I drive through and I have a trailer and I'm like, hey, dad, going to pick up a car. He's like, oh, what did you buy? I said a 1984 Corolla. And he just fucking looked at me. So my biological dad is a mechanic, <laughs> custom exhaust guy, like custom guy. 
his entire life, his entire career, he's done basically one job. Um, so he loves muscle cars, and he knows that I pref- I do have an appreciation for some muscle cars, but I'm more on the Japanese side. Sure. Um, Imports, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's started to accept this, but I was like, yeah, I bought this car, and he his fucking face looks at me and was like, you spent how much on an 84 curl? And I was like, well, like... 5500 bucks but like it comes with a bunch of parts it's a pretty good deal and like it was a body guy who owned it before and he did a bunch of shit to it and he was like well it better have a really good fucking motor in it and i was like uh yeah it 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 actually doesn't have a motor at all (laughs) (laughs) and he was just so ashamed he was so ashamed of me but it came with so much so much spare parts like so many spare parts so much stuff that came with it um it was basically a guy who was a few years he's about my age now um was really into the cars had it for a while mm-hmm. did a bunch of work to it and then got his wife pregnant and they needed a, a new house and a bigger garage and that's pretty classic thing having a baby buying yep. a house getting rid of the toy car um so he mm-hmm. just liquidated everything onto me so it took me probably four years of selling all that shit but I did like the quick math, and I basically got that car for free. Okay, nice. But I've spent a lot of other money into making it my own car. <laughs> ah, Johnny. And then earlier this year, I did the math on um, dollars invested versus kilometers driven, so the happy factor. Okay. And right now it's sitting on a happy factor of, you know – a late 2000s Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meaning the amount of money I spent on that car compared to how many kilometers I put on it is about the same bang for my buck as if I would have bought a Ferrari. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. There's <sighs> just something about old cars that I just love. I just love that car. I'm probably going to sell it this year. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. You've sort of hit the end of the road for it? I've had it for six years, and I've gotten it pretty close to where I want it. There's still a lot that could be done, and I could do more in it. It's just my my priorities have changed a little bit, and I want some more room in the garage, and I, I kind of prefer motorcycles now. Mm-hmm. They're just, one, they're cheaper, two, easier to store. Mm-hmm. Like I could have four motorcycles that take up less space than one car. Sure. Um, the community for those cars have, is not in the best spot. It's really hard to find shit now and hoarders. Mm. And that's part of the issue is you get into old, anything old. And I'll say old Toyotas because it's really common for Corolla guys. I have so many spare parts for this car now that because if I can't find them or when you need it, you can't find them. So if something comes up, I'll be like, yeah, I, I could use another two axles. I already have four spares, but... I'll buy two more just in case <laughs> they break. <laughs> They're fucking old. So I'm going to need them. Yeah. And I've probably been through six pairs or not six pairs, uh, three pairs of axles in six years. Maybe really four pairs of axles. Yeah. So what I did was take a little tiny compact family car made by Toyota mm-hmm. and put a f- pretty powerful n- turbocharged Nissan engine in it from like 15 okay. years later. Okay. Um, I have, I could have enough power to like twist my chassis if I wanted to. 
Jesus. Yeah. So I break things on that car regularly. Basically, every time I drive it, I'm like, hmm, I think I broke something. <laughs> uh, it's something different every time. And it was fantastic when I was younger and I was mm-hmm. like, single and I had a lot more free time. I wasn't as deep into my career and I didn't have a wife. I was dating Allie at the time, but I, we were just, you know, dating. We weren't even, you know, officially a thing. Um, right. So I had a lot more time to spend. Like I would spend two or three hours a night in the garage doing my thing. And right. now I'm like, well, I work out and I work a lot. And do I want to have the stress of this project car, this taking mm-hmm. up space in my garage, or do I want to do something else? Okay. You know? Well, hey, listeners, if you guys want, what year is it? 80 what? 84. If you want an 84 Corolla, I know a guy. You know a guy. Uh, it's a great vehicle. It comes with an appraise, appraisal. Um, you can check it out on... There's a website for it. Go for it. Plug it. Um, illmotion.com slash im slash feature slash johnnysr86. There you go. Or if you just Google illmotion Johnny AE86, you'll find it. Okay. Beautiful car. How much are you asking for it? Uh, I don't know. That's why I haven't posted it. So I've okay. I've actually kind of sold that car twice. Um, hmm. and both times, I would I won't let anyone test drive it unless they come with like a wad of cash. Right. Um, but I've taken people for test drives. Mm-hmm. And one of them actually now lives with me. Um, that's how I met my basement troll Cody. Is he came to buy the Corolla and I took him for a test drive, and was like, I don't think I can sell you this car. I like it too much but I just ordered a bunch of Chinese food. Do you want to hang out? And then he never went home. <laughs> and that's how Allie and I adopted a 25-year-old son, which we will get into on next week's episode of Jumbled. <laughs> that sounds awesome. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for stopping by and, and checking in. Hey, uh, if you could, please head over to iTunes. Give us a rating and review. It helps out a lot. Uh, if you want to send us any emails, that would be jumbledpodcast at gmail.com or johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. Dick picks only, remember. And uh, if you want to find us on social media, that would be at jumbledpodcast. Uh, and like I said, keep listening wherever you're listening. Uh, just make sure you go leave that rating and review. Um, but for now, uh, oh, wait. Uh, one I thing. One our, comment. One oh, comment. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the most creative dick pick of. 2019 we'll okay. do two we'll do in the midpoint of 2019 okay. and then the year end we'll get a special prize from jumble podcast oh that's awesome okay so you guys have until six let's see six thirty uh to get your submissions in uh we will be uh we'll be <laughs> we'll be uh reviewing personally uh each each uh, dick pic that comes through. Get creative, because I would say the definition sure. of a dick pic is very vague. It's true. Joe did just send me a picture of you once. <laughs> I am a dick. That's true, man. Um, yeah, so get creative, guys. Uh, send those submissions in to johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. Keep those pictures out of the main podcast uh, email, because I uh, if they do come in, I'm just gonna forward them and delete them because that, I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to keep them there. Um, 
<clears throat> want to thank our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get that free 30-day trial and free audiobook because everybody likes those audiobooks. And head over to patreon.com slash jumbled and uh, get us an address for $500. 500 little bitty do- dollars. Little bitty dollars. $500 will get us an address. I'll have my wife do makeup for me. I'll do my um, own makeup. I'm a fucking expert. Johnny does his own makeup all the time. He's actually, he looks like a geisha right now. Johnny, I meant to tell you, your uh, your makeup looks fantastic. Buddy. On point, baby. <laughs> That's why I was late. I had to do my makeup for the, yeah. for you. Yeah, Basically okay. just for you. I didn't even wear this for work. I just, this is all for you. I'm sorry it took me so long to to mention it, but I want I didn't want to let the uh, opportunity go by to let you know that you look very beautiful in your geisha Thanks, your geisha mask. It looks really good. I appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to getting out of these wooden sandals. There we go, man. All right, guys, uh, we will see you next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast about being an Uber driver. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yay. I'm breaking every rule of the podcast right now. Look at you go. God, Joe is going to hate this. I'm I'm putting this. I took a bite of a sandwich. I opened a drink. And now listen to this. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to hate it so much.